0: Coming up on today's episode of the Saint Petersburg Foodies podcast, Jenny, Jenny, red
1: hair, Jenny. No, no, no. What
0: are you talking about, Willis?
2: No idea. We are up <laughs> okay, track. So, where are you from?
1: I don't know, but let's edit that because <laughs> that Jenny will be mad. I don't know her last name. I think I've done a little bit of everything. I, I, if you go back twelve years ago, I think maybe I was selling like knockoff purses in the parking lot of Walmart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you've had an interesting life. Oh my God,
1: oh, that—that's nothing. <laughs> did you make that stuff up? I sure did.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: helps my dating profile. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing is we're creating two new restaurants that are right out be of central, cr- right out of central Mal.
2: Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown.
0: Hi, I'm Kevin Godby.
2: And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today.
0: Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete.
2: And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There, you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should.
0: We have a new episode every Tuesday, Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work.
2: On today's show, our featured guest is Eddie Allen from Central Melt.
0: Central Melt specializes in grilled cheese,
2: everything from the
0: standard to more creative concoctions.
2: And we start the show off with Margaret the Fishmonger's delectable recipe, drunken lobster and grits. Yes, I said drunken.
0: We have a great show, so so stick stick around. around. How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot, but unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the Brass Bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn
2: delicious. So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates with options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24 hour sous vide hanger steak, house smoked salmon, and free range chicken breast.
0: And up front, they have a cold pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one.
2: Brass Bowl Kitchen & Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl.
0: Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete, and you can check them out on the web at brassbowlkitchen.com.
2: Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and puts you in charge. There are actually 6,432,189 combinations possible. Overwhelmed by Build Your Own? I know that I sometimes am. Well, you can also choose from their counter-creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person. So I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later. I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter.
0: Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, and welcome back from your day off from Veterans Day, if you had that yesterday. Today is Tuesday, November 12th, but happy Veterans Day one day late. And let's welcome a veteran and fishmonger that's feeding us today. Welcome to the show, Margaret Covello and Rachel Covello.
2: Yes, welcome.
4: Hi there. Thanks for having us again.
0: Thanks for feeding us again. Yeah, we
2: love it when you're here. (laughs) <laughs> I
0: like that you use booze in all your recipes so far.
4: <laughs> I do not even know what booze was in that one. Today, we used Appleton rum. Oh, okay, nice. and it, I use a specific type, a special blend, you know, because I, from what I understand, a friend of mine from Jamaica said that the one, the, the larger bottle that you get on the shelf is not actually from Jamaica. So, you oh, got to look and uh, see, interesting. yeah, the one, the, the special rum, and it's, of course, it's a little bit more money, but it's in a smaller bottle.
5: Have you uh, made everything with alcohol so far?
4: No. No.
2: No, just the just no. the last two. Okay, right. okay. I was yeah. like, wow, no, we're just, really on her roll. We want
5: like
4: to use the boozy food, food. The boozy food. Right. Just enough to give it some right. sort of a little yes. hint of something and it cooks out the liquor, you know, by the time you get it. Right. So. Right.
5: Except if you're drinking it while you're cooking. Right.
4: There is I, I was just the one drinking while she was cooking.
5: I think <laughs> I'm the only one that still has coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh. So today's recipe was
4: Today's recipe is drunk, Drunken Lobster and, <laughs> drunk and Grits. <laughs> of course. yeah. Drunken
0: yeah. podcast co-host.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: So it was Drunken Lobster and Grits. Yes, mm-hmm. Gr- Grits and uh, Cheese. And it was
4: Greyer cheese, correct? That is correct, yes. It was delicious. Yeah, the cheese is from, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Mazzaro's. um, Yeah. Because uh, I went there and uh, I knew that they have uh, good cheese mongers there. And so I um, asked them for a good melting cheese. Um, mild And something that wasn't over-the-top expensive either. And so she pointed me to this, this particular brand of cheese. It comes from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very seasonal cheese. Mm-hmm. Mild. And um, actually, when you grate it, it has a different flavor than when you just take a piece of it. It's kind of weird. But you get it to like a more buttery. So interesting. Um, somehow when you, when you do that processing, it, it changes the flavor altogether.
2: It's interesting. We've learned that, too, about garlic. Not to completely change the subject, but mm-hmm. when you chop garlic... Or smash garlic as opposed to mincing garlic. Mm-hmm. Totally different flavors. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So maybe the same thing with cheese. Right.
0: So how did you do the grits?
4: Okay. So it's always... <laughs> and,
0: and by the way, everything was amazingly delicious. Of course. And this recipe will, can be found on stpetersburgfoodies.com. That's
4: correct. Okay. So the grits are not... Um, it's not a whip de do? special type of recipe. But what I did use was um, one cup of... Sp- Fresh water, don't use tap water. You want to mm-hmm. use um, spring water or something that's pure, you know, pure water. Mm-hmm. It's non fluoride. And then uh, three cups of whole milk. Uh-huh. Okay, there's your the key. That's one of the tricks yes. kids. And the grits have got to be stone ground. I got mine from a mill in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And so they actually use an old fashioned method of processing where they actually run the corn over a, um, these uh, old big pieces of stone, I guess, rollers. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And I I have to tell you, I am a self-appointed grits aficionado.
3: He
4: is.
0: Only because, you know, my my dad, I grew up in New Jersey, but my dad was from the South, from Mm -hmm. Georgia Georgia. Georgia and South Carolina. And grits were like, I had grits when I was like four. And not instant grits, real grits. Mm -hmm. And I've recently relearned or learned that the best grits, in my experience, come from the, Carol- the Carolinas. That's,
4: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my understanding, and that's yeah. my experience, too. And then, you know, how you cook them, it depends. You can use more water. I, I always prefer to use milk, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it just depends on how you're going to make your, your recipe going forward. You know, some people use a little chicken stock. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. use buttermilk. You can use... Um, fish stock but I didn't want to overpower it with too much of the fishiness you know by using a, a, a shrimp actually a shrimp stock in this one so right. um, we used lobster we had a small lobster so you can use a Florida lobster tail in, in this recipe mm-hmm. and you be remove it from the shell before you, you cook it and you know it's it's a little tricky you know basically you use your scissors and cut the belly out and then you know pull it off the shell and cu- cut it into you know um, manageable pieces for, the, uh, for bite size mm-hmm. Can I just make a note that the the grits are both drunken and
5: stoned. <laughs> <laughs>
4: there you go. Very good,
5: it's Rachel. a party up here. <laughs> you got the hearty laugh out of me there. <laughs>
2: that was a good point. Thank you for that. Yes. Okay, now you threw us all off
4: track. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we were talking about the lobster. Yes. Yep. Get it out of the shell first. Cook it.
4: Get it out of the shell. And how did you cook it? First, I um, sauteed some uh, celery, onion, and roasted red peppers in a oil uh, garlic infused olive oil which mm-hmm. you can either make yourself or you can buy that again at Mazzaro's. They've got a wonderful olive oil selection there and so if you get one with it's a garlic infused. Mm-hmm. So you use a little bit of that in your pan and then go ahead and sauté up your vegetables.
3: And
0: man, it smelled so good in it here did. when you were making that.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> And I, I want to say too, just another
2: local shop. Kalamazoo also has garlic. Very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And make because sure Margaret does there. not
5: work for Azaro's.
4: She's
2: <laughs> no, just been she no. shopping there. No. Just throwing out the
4: local stuff.
5: Just, 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 just go yeah, early. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Direct you to some place that's got quality product. That's Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So then you know we sauteed the veggies um, just to get them translucent, and then you go ahead and throw your lobster in there. Cook that until it starts to you know it's going to firm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when it's just starting to firm up, I push it to the side and add my rum Mm -hmm. half a shot of rum and then when it starts to bubble I add a little bit more butter mix that all together now the the grits uh, take at least an hour to cook so it's kind of a timing thing you want to get the grits going and just about the time they're done you start your vegetables because that's Mm -hmm. only going to take you know maximum maybe 10 minutes right that whole thing and it all comes together at the end. And And you can always add to, you know, like in this case, I would have added some more water at the end if they got too thick, but they didn't, you know. And depending where you get them from, sometimes, even though you might get them from, say, Carolina, it could be a totally different type. So you Mm got to, you know, maybe, you know, experiment with it. And you can always add more liquid, you know. Don't overdo it in the beginning. Right. Because then you're going to get soup. Right. Right. Right.
5: And it tasted so good. Like, like we're getting a little bit into that cooler season. It's just Mm -hmm. that kind of comfort food.
4: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have a cold front today. It's 65.
2: Well, <laughs> today is Saturday, but really Tuesday is not a cold front.
5: Ah. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> the same we're thing.
2: It's to the Tuesday, future. Tuesday, we're back into the 80s. <laughs> but then Wednesday, tomorrow, the high is 69. Yeah, we I am be, your weatherman today.
4: We, <laughs> traffic, do a, do tra- a better
2: job than most <laughs>
5: weather of
4: <them>. <laughs> <laughs> weather
2: Weathermonger, Lori. <Laurie. laughs> <Yes.
0: laughs> traffic and weather on the 9.
4: Weather out there today is hot and shitty. With continued hot and shitty in the afternoon. Tomorrow, a chance of continued crappy with a pissy weather front coming down from the north. Yes.
2: <laughs> Thank you once again, Margaret, for being here. Well, and thanks for having me. Yes, we loved it. it. It was delicious.
0: So, once again, the recipe is Drunken Lobster and Grits. You will find it on stpetersburgfoodies.com, and that is from Fishmonger Approved. And after this segment that we're about to end, you'll hear a little something about fishmonger approved so pay attention but first we're going to do something we haven't done in a while it's the chef lightning round with margaret cavello are you ready
4: go (laughs)
0: olive oil or butter it depends what does it depend
4: on it depends on your recipe Sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I use both. Uh huh. Max, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Maximum Seafood Shack, when we made our grouper sandwiches in a cast iron skillet over a flame, we used both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Nice. Totally cool.
5: I'm gonna of- answer the question for her, it's butter. <laughs> if she's cooking at home, it's butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
4: it depends.
2: So, for me, it's butter too most of the time. Lemon or
0: lime.
4: Again, it depends. depends on the recipe. <laughs> it, it really depends on. Um, I use a lot of key lime because I have a key lime tree. I've also got a lemon uh-huh. tree, and so depending on what you're doing, um, you know the the lemon can be a little bit more mild mm-hmm. than than a lime. But I tend to use key lime a lot. Nice, cool. it's a lime. So lime. <laughs> so, lime. Yeah, yeah it's just right?
0: <laughs> pickles, dill or sweet. Dill, always. Dill, thank you. <laughs> Ranch or blue cheese? Blue. Oh, (laughs) ranch over here. (laughs) Me too. Bacon or sausage? Bacon. Bacon. Cheddar or Swiss? Swiss. And ribeye or filet mignon (laughs) to the fishmonger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Margaret Vello. You bet, thanks. Check out Fishmonger Approved. And we will be back after this message from our sponsors with Ed Allen from Central Melt. We will be right back.
5: Are you a Florida seafood fin-addict? Then you'll want to visit fishmongerapproved.com. My name is Rachel and my wife Margaret Cavallo is an expert fishmonger and the prior owner of the Maximo Seafood Shack in St. Petersburg, Florida. Margaret now brings her years of experience to a new online digital magazine, fishmongerapproved.com. Find out the secret ingredient to her famous fish bread. read restaurant reviews, and learn tips for filleting and sourcing fresh seafood. And make sure to follow her YouTube channel for fantastic adventures. What makes Margaret the expert? Just read her online testimonials. Chris writes,
0: Margaret brings her years of experience and great love of seafood to us once again.
5: Amy writes, God,
2: we miss the Maximo Seafood Shack like
5: crazy. Any advice you give, we will follow. If you are interested in featuring your restaurant, fish market, or retail store on fishmongerapproved.com, Call us at 813-618-FISH or email us at fishmongerapproved at gmail.com.
0: I love soup and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. Buya Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete. So much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list for their pork belly ramen. Now, Buya's success is not just about the ramen. It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with house crafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Buya. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores one in Miami, and three in Berlin, of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that?
2: Booyah Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Booyah?
0: Please welcome to the show the owner-operator of Central Melt in downtown St. Pete ed allen welcome to the show ed
2: welcome ed
0: thanks guys thanks i'm excited to be here so central melt i'm pretty sure is the only restaurant or shop specializing in grilled cheese right Right now it is yeah yeah cool
1: okay there were a few before
0: yeah and we're gonna get more into the details on that after we learn a little bit about you sounds good so my, my voice sounds
1: really good in here
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i know these mics are great right <laughs> man i think i
1: might want to change professions <laughs> <laughs> it's funny we actually have
0: had a few interviews on where their intention was to go into broadcasting but they ended up in the restaurant business and i know from your facebook page that you're from connecticut and i know from your recent phone call that your phone number is an la number yes so
2: what's the deal (laughs) so (laughs) Kevin should have been a PI right (laughs) no but the interesting thing
3: is do you
1: have caller ID yeah it just showed the phone number all right so if I called your house number it would show up as Kim (laughs) Jong-un really yeah (laughs) that's funny
2: (laughs) why is that
3: that
1: was an accident I know yeah so I recently changed my number and I've done the New York thing I've done 203 I said well let's let's go to Beverly Hills baby (laughs) <laughs> so I, that's the only way I could get to Beverly Hills was through the area code.
3: So,
0: so you can get a number from somewhere else if you haven't lived there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like if you look at my number, my number is very specific. I, I won't go into details, but you'll see the area code. You'll see the play on it. It's turned around. Okay. And mm-hmm. then you'll see the next three digits are because I like to gamble. Okay. I'll and check it. Lucky numbers.
0: I'll, I, I'll check it later. We won't say your phone number. Okay. <laughs>
2: eight six seven five three oh nine.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's Jenny Parrish.
2: Yeah. Oh don't say that. Poor Jenny.
1: <laughs> Jenny um Jenny. Jenny. Red hair Jenny. Is no. 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 What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> yeah, I
2: have no idea. We are <laughs> okay, off track. Show. Where are <laughs> you from?
1: I don't know, but let's edit that because <laughs> that, Jenny will be mad I don't know her last name. But anyway. <laughs> um, I'm from yeah, I'm from Hey, Ed, why don't you shut your phone off? <laughs> you know, I've heard like this is what makes things so much more interesting is when, when, you're, when your guest forgets to shut his phone off.
2: Okay. Right. Yeah. So you're from Connecticut? Yes. Okay. What part?
1: Um, Bridgeport. Born and raised in, uh, in Connecticut.
2: And you lived there how long?
1: Um, I was there up until 10 years ago, right before I moved to St. Pete.
2: And what were you doing before you moved to St. Pete?
1: As far as work was concerned?
2: Um, or <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll stick to that for now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: don't know. Do you
1: like long walks on the beach?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and pina coladas? Pina
0: coladas.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I was actually uh, looking for a new place to live. I was just uh, looking for some place uh, to get a nice little fresh start. Mm-hmm. Somewhere that was uh, going to be affordable, quality, quality of life was going to be better and I stumbled upon uh, St. Pete by accident, actually.
2: Did you come here for a visit or something? Or?
1: No, um, I had a brother that lived in Spring Hill, and <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Kevin.
2: S- Kevin had a father that lived in Spring Hill. Too. Oh yeah, <laughs> and a mother. And a mother too. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't meet his mother, but anyway, go on.
1: So yeah, so um, yeah, I started looking in uh, a bigger metropolitan area close mm-hmm. to Spring Hill, and. I came across the Tampa and Clearwater, and then I came on down and checked out St. Pete. Yeah, can't. and that was it ten can't
2: y- be beat. And that was <laughs> and that was ten
1: years ago. Yeah, we're yeah. coming so, up on ten. But
0: years. what were
2: you doing in Connecticut, like work-wise? Oh geez. were you in the, the restaurant time, industry? I was not. No.
1: I um, at that time, I think I was selling cars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my buddy had a used car dealership, so I'd go up to the auction with him and who who could we check with? Nate, what to was To make that? sure. Oh, you, Nate Schultz. You, you said you think you were selling cars. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. <laughs> we're going to have to fact check I, that. I think, <laughs> I think I've done a little bit of everything. If you go back 12 years ago, I think maybe I was selling like, knockoff purses in the parking lot of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow, you've had an interesting life. Oh, my God. Oh, that,
1: that's nothing. <laughs> so you
0: also had a couple of other places before Central Melt?
1: um restaurant wise well
0: again i looked at your facebook page so uh that's my cheat sheet so uh, i see owner at Wingin it and owner at eddie's and pinatas
1: yeah that's interesting because that's um actually when will this air did you make that stuff up i sure did (laughs) (laughs) it helps my dating profile
0: (laughs) this this will air uh on november 12th
1: oh that's awesome because uh the Eddie's Empanadas and Wing in it. Well, Wing in it's launched already, but Eddie's Empanadas launches uh, in about a week and a half. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'll get into that. So basically, it's um, I'm doing virtual restaurants right out of Central Melt. So there was a, I've been working with Uber for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And we were, Central Melt was one of the first six restaurants that were on on uh, uber eats and now there's hundreds of course Mm -hmm. oh wow so basically what we're doing is we're creating two new restaurants that are right out of central right out of central melt so you'll be cool
2: serving eddie's empanadas and they'll just come right to central melt to pick it up and Whatever's on that menu They can order from there so Yeah, yeah I just yeah.
1: actually just revised And finished the um,
2: You're so New York, man I'm impressed <laughs> I've I'm read about baby. this I've read about Them doing right. this But I don't know Anyone right. else is doing that
0: Yeah, they were talking About New York For the most part Yeah It was about a year ago I think we yeah, read Yeah, we read it.
2: that In the Wall Street Journal I yep, think
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I Try to read it every day
2: that's so cool. So
1: I'll
0: take a five-pound bag of empanadas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Sounds good. You have it,
2: such a small kitchen. How are you going to do three restaurants out of that
1: kitchen? Oh, it's, it's actually not, not too bad. I mean, there was a lot of strategy involved with it and, and such and what the, what the market was kind of dictating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one of those, like, for instance, empanadas. I mean, it's just a matter of...
2: A fryer. Right.
1: That's basically it. Mm-hmm. I mean, luckily, the empanadas are, are really good and mm-hmm. pretty unique. But yeah, it's not labor intense. The labor is kind of uh, done. It's more prep than anything else. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, the wings take a while to to cook, but Mm -hmm. something like empanadas, uh, it's fairly easy. It's more uh, labor intense prior to.
0: So are you bringing on some help or are you going to work a
1: little more? I'm going to work a little more. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: So will you be open different times and hours now or how? No. And will, I, be, will you be serving the empanadas and the wings out of Central Melt? Or are you going to keep the storefront itself just Central Melt?
1: So right now, it's, for me, it's more market research. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a way to generate a little bit more income through, uh, through the restaurant, capitalize on it. But it's also a way to see what the markets, kind of uh, how they're reacting to it. Right. They could. like it. They're gonna order them. They keep continuing to order them, and maybe I'll do. A, I mean, Pizza Hut and uh, I think Baskin Robbins or something did it years ago, twenty hmm. years ago or so. Oh wow, I didn't. Or know that. Ta- I think it was Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. You'd have like a Pizza Hut Express,
2: right? Right. And, a, and right. A Taco Bell, right? So, to Combined together. So, and, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I
1: wouldn't want to do anything to take away from Central Mall. It's unique. It's mm-hmm. what it is. But mm-hmm. if, if I'll have a, if it does well, then why not? You're right. Right. You know?
2: Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm just impressed. That's Thanks. so cool. Thank you, thank you. <laughs>
1: so
0: it's experimental?
3: Yes.
1: Uh, everything's experimental,
2: <laughs> right? Yes.
3: So
0: you know. while that is being done, can is it strictly for
1: order out? Right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because uh, it's, it's making like a full circle here because one of my sauces for the wings, it was a sauce that I tried maybe eight years ago right in this building.
3: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. at
1: midtown oh, ah. and it was my favorite sauce it was barbalo sauce barbalo yeah, i remember that from yeah. midtown Sundries. yep so you'll be able to get your barbalo that
0: was like me. a combination kind of right like a barbecue kind of and a buffalo yeah. barbecue and buffalo
1: mm. combined right yeah. yeah. so it's a buffalo sauce with our homemade barbecue sauce very cool yeah. and
0: didn't you also work uh, over uh, at bodega for a little bit with george
1: for a long time <laughs> yeah it's funny because that so
2: when you first moved here is that what
1: no when I first moved here um I spent a lot of time on Fort DeSoto Beach <laughs> a lot of people do that so I did first, move here especially. I, I did that and I did that for a long time for maybe like maybe four or five months and I'm mm-hmm. like all right you need to do something
2: So you were a Fort DeSoto beach bum. That's
1: right. That's (laughs) right. I miss those days. (laughs) Right. But um, I also worked for uh, CBS radio for a little while. And uh, anyway, once I got out of that, uh, I saw a little article. And it was about this new Cuban restaurant. And I always wanted to own a sandwich shop. And Mm -hmm. and it was Hispanic. So I sent uh, before they opened, obviously. I sent them the most informal email ever, and I just told them I wanted to be a part of it. didn't matter if I, they needed somebody to paint, cook, whatever it was. And yeah, and that gig lasted five years, mm-hmm. the longest job I've ever held.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's funny because my first job, I was, I was maybe 11 years old. And my first job was at a bodega up north, cool. and my last job was at bodega.
2: So what did you actually start off doing at bodega?
1: Oh, I started taking orders, um,
3: ah.
1: just mm-hmm. plain out taking orders. And then there was a cook that m- never showed up. And uh, George was, you know, hands on. Mm-hmm. He was in the kitchen and he's like, Ed, could you work a, a kitchen shift? And I was like, all right. And so we were back there cooking. I'm like, where's the recipes? He's like, dude, I thought you were Puerto Rican.
3: <laughs> so,
1: so, yeah, so I did a little bit of both. I cooked and then in the beginning cooked. And then uh, took orders. And, and took orders. And we just developed a, an amazing relationship. He was definitely somebody that he, I was somebody he can definitely trust. And then he was somebody that, that uh, I was able to learn from.
0: Yeah, it was a good foundation for opening Central Melt.
1: Absolutely.
0: Which we will get into right after this break. We will be right back.
3: Keep on moving.
0: One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years, and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger, too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Engine, engine number nine
3: Can you get me back on time? We are back! We are back!
0: We are back on the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast with our guest, Ed Allen, the owner-operator. Eddie of Allen. S- Eddie. Eddie Allen. <laughs> I know you as Ed. I used to think of you that. But it's Eddie Allen from Central Melt.
1: What's up, guys?
0: Hey. So, as I said in the beginning, Central Melt is the only shop in St. Pete that specializes in grilled cheese. Strictly grilled cheese. And it is not your mama's grilled cheese.
1: That is correct.
2: <laughs> now. We read, we read something, I want to say a year ago, maybe, that there was another grilled cheese place that was supposed to be moving into the infamous China City place that's across the street from where I live. And nothing has happened over yeah. there in all that we, time. Do you know anything more about that? No. <laughs> He's shaking his head yes and saying no, just so you all know. Yeah. Well. Is um, it happening or not happening? No. I, I really don't know. Okay. Right. It doesn't, well. Lori
0: lives basically... I live,
2: like, across the street.
0: Yeah, diagonally across the street. There's and it doesn't nothing, look like anything nothing. has happened except that it just has gotten older and dirtier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure.
2: I feel like they need to just, like, knock the whole thing down to get the rats out. That's what I feel <laughs> like. Yeah. Sorry. I said that on air. So
0: what was your inspiration for Central
1: Melt? That's all I could cook. <laughs>
3: <laughs> really? <laughs> that
1: in cereal. I mean, <laughs> that and some arroz con gandules and some tomato bisque though is
2: amazing is that a recipe from
1: no yeah it's uh just a a, mm, i wish i could say it was my grandmother's recipe (laughs) but you know it's just a a, a regular recipe that i ended up tweaking to taste Mm kind of like a bloody mary
3: ish. Mm -hmm. cool
0: that's probably why i like it so much warm bloody mary (laughs) yeah
2: it's delicious and I love that you offer just the little bit that you can dip the... The little the, dipper. Yeah, in little dip, it's yeah. great.
0: I, I bet if you wanted to, you, you could make avocado toast, too. <laughs>
2: that's a long-standing joke. Oh, man. Inside joke, yeah. Yeah. Not right. really inside, but...
0: Yeah. No, we, we asked somebody toast. once if he could cook, and he said yes, and I said, what do you cook? And he said avocado. Avocado
2: toast.
3: <laughs> that's nice,
0: that's awesome. Technically, the toast is being cooked, I guess. It's cooked bread. <laughs>
2: So where did you come up with the recipes for all of your different uh, grilled cheese?
1: Well, that's interesting because I had I started off with, there was probably close to a hundred different grilled cheese sandwiches. And unfortunately, the best ones I don't have on the menu, just because they're a little bit more time um, intense. Mm-hmm. So for instance, there was a, this ridiculous fried chicken grilled cheese that we do from time to time we do it as a special will Mm -hmm. you
2: please message me the next time you do that I love fried chicken I will
1: I will you better I will (laughs) but there there was there were a ton of them but they just you know under the circumstances and the time that people have they're already waiting Mm -hmm. 10 minutes for cheese to melt and so on and so forth so we had to kind of keep it a little safe with some of them some that people could relate to and then we got a little a little crazy with some of them right right but nothing too crazy
2: and the fries are hand cut fresh delicious right yes (laughs) i love the
1: fries i love i love those fries yeah Uh, they're yeah they're fresh they're hand cut they're rinsed they're, um, they're done right they uh
2: do you have a machine that does that or do you do that by hand uh-huh he's putting his guns up folks yeah
1: sorry gun <laughs> um yeah so they're they're blanched at a very low temperature mm-hmm. and then uh to get them nice and moist on the inside and they're fried at a very high temperature uh to order to get them a little crispy on the outside
2: nice how did yeah. you learn to do that
1: george george sayer <laughs> <laughs> my mentor if i didn't say that he'd kill me <laughs> And then, then I tweaked it. There you go.
2: What was your tweak?
1: Um, I think I let them blanch either a little bit. L- I think I let them blanch a little bit longer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's what I did. Cool. And let's uh,
0: mention some of the grilled cheese sandwiches. There's some that are more crazy or a little more involved and others that are more chill, perhaps.
1: It, yeah, we have uh, everything from like your classic. Uh, grilled cheese which would be uh, a mild yellow cheddar mm-hmm. on um, just on white bread and then we get a little bit more creative with like the uh, notorious pig which is hands down mm-hmm. probably one of the favorites mm-hmm. it has a um, it's a slow roasted pork with a homemade barbecue sauce and then has a this kind of like a bacon onion jam it's mm-hmm. basically just onions cooked in bacon fat nice and yeah
0: okay. That's Yeah, and that's the Notorious P.I.G., which actually made our top ten sandwiches right. list. Yes. And that's my photo, and then I ate it.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kevin was talking, talking about doing a top ten grilled cheese list, but you'd be the only one on it.
1: I
0: say right. we do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the
2: galley has a couple of grilled cheese. They do. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's a couple places that yes. have a, a grilled cheese that is good. But nothing like Central Melt, really.
1: No. Yeah, there's, there's a few places that have some, some great grilled cheese, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Right. So, maybe, maybe we'll have to do a list.
2: All right.
0: Maybe we'll have to put you on there more than once.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Central Melt is located on the famous 600 block of downtown St. Pete. Infamous to some people, maybe.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Oh, don't forget that Central Melt also has the endorsement of our mayor, Rick Kreisman. (laughs) I was there myself when he was standing in the window and I took a picture. Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) And you're open every
2: day
1: from 11 to 4. Yes, unless I'm hungover.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then when are you open? (laughs) The next day.
1: (laughs)
0: And the website is centralmelt.com. It's as simple as that. Ed Allen, thank you so much. Yes, thank Man, you. Man, this
1: was awesome, guys. This is great. Do I have to leave?
3: <laughs> no, you can stay. <laughs> All right,
1: cool. D- we'll just leave the key under the mat. <laughs> that Sounds good. Listen, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. This was great.
0: We'll be right back.
3: This is Julie Black uh-huh. And Dave Eikenberger on guitar You're listening to St. Pete Foodies Podcast, maybe in your house or your car.
0: Comments on last week's show from Eric Jacob. Great PCAST Tuesday with Twisted Indian at Bomb Market. Had to try it and it was amazing. Chicken nonwich and dangerous hot sauce. Yes, Eric likes to live dangerously with the hot sauce, so do I. Also from Brian Baez, Josh Brassfield, we need to check this out, and he is referring to the Twisted Indian. We have four new items this week on the Saint stpetersburgfoodies.com website. We have the recipe that we talked about and ate on this show, the drunken lobster and grits recipe. We have the Chowder Challenge 2019 winners. That was this past Sunday on St. Pete Beach, and I was one of the guest judges. Number three, we have Plant Plus Love Ice Cream, a place for vegans to scream for ice cream. A review of them. And last, we have the Best Salads in St. Petersburg, Florida for 2019. Check that out. Next week on the podcast, we have Matt Bonano from Brooklyn South. You can email us at info at com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or any other app, please join in and give us a rating, hopefully five stars, and type a review if you're so inclined. It helps the show get found and gain new listeners. You can also listen to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM, just to name a few. You can also listen to us on your voice-activated home assistant, such as Apple HomePod, Amazon Echo, and Google Home. Just tell it to play the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast.
2: And that's a wrap for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guests, Margaret and Rachel Cavello, Ed Allen. And thanks to our sponsors, Brass Bowl Kitchen & Juicery, Pacific Counter,
0: Bouya Ramen, and, and engine, engine Number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band.
2: We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com.
0: Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends.
2: Until Until next time, time,
0: may your food be hot
2: and your bubbly cold.
3: Don't eat mad cereal.